If I don't, I'm going to just listen to this whole song and I don't think anybody wants to listen to the whole song. Well, you probably do, but you know. Anyways, you get the idea. <laughs> it's a good song. Go look it up. Short Change Hero by The Heavy. Hey. Hey, passengers. Oh, okay. So today's going to have a new thing. First things first, I'm going to make sure my phone's on silent completely. Yeah, we just did that. Cool. Uh, there's going to be a new addition to the ride today, passengers. Uh, it's the voice from Google, because uh, I'm heading to Virginia right now, and uh, I'm not used to going to Virginia. I don't go there too often for work, uh, but this, uh, yeah, today I'm going down to a site. I've got to run some EER lines, which are uh, Earth Electrical Resistivity Line, I believe. I don't remember the name of them. I need to look that up. Uh, basically, so, you know, like I've said before, we do a lot of work for a power company around the area, and they're all up and down the east coast of the United States, and, um, 
Well, uh, I think they're doing an expansion on a couple of uh, of their substations, where uh, you know where the, the where your power comes from, basically. And we're, we're we kind of test the soil to see. I, I think I've said this before, right? That uh, you know we make sure that your soil's not like. Uh, gonna conduct electricity because that'd be pretty bad for people walking around nearby just to kind of get you know not not bad shocks by any means but you know a little shock here or there that's not exactly the fun that's not what anyone wants so um, yeah we kind of test it and say you know yeah this is good soil in the area or no it's bad soil you know yeah so that's what I'm going down to do I got my cars full of stuff I'm actually by myself on this trip uh, down. I was, I, I was supposed to have co a couple of co-workers down with me. One of them it was decided wasn't going to come. The other one I decided wasn't going to come. That, and, you know, yeah, I'm not, that's not what this is about, so don't worry about it. Uh, also, turns out they didn't show up to the office yesterday, so <laughs> kind of glad they didn't come down. Uh, anyways, yeah, passengers. I put it out into the void and the void put it back to me. I think you're not the void. I asked you guys to send me some emails because I knew that this is going to be a long drive and I should have plenty of time. Oh, I'm also going to go ahead and apologize if my phone like randomly goes off or if I get text messages, my car's going to scream at me. I am technically on the clock right now while I'm driving. So yeah, parts of this episode might just get randomly cut out. The first time I'm actually going to have to listen back for editing purposes. Yeesh. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Anyways, I asked you guys to send me in questions, and guess what? You delivered! I'm going to specifically send a shout-out to, thank, thank you to Johnny5. Yeah, yeah, Johnny, you sent me an email. Tyler Thornton. Hey, T-Thorn. A little, little T-Dizzle. T-Money. T uh... Audi TT, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, man? Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So I've read, uh, uh, Johnny. I read your email, and also Cambo, Cambaroni, Cam, Cami Run, Kama Kam, Kama Kam, Kamikaze. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know why I do this with your name every time, but it's gonna be a thing. Uh, yeah, I read your email as well. Yeah, you. All three of you sent me emails, and I thank you guys for that. Um, Oh, sit rep passengers, I have not I have not found any Charleston Chew yet. I'm sorry, that's a real disappointment. I was looking for some on my way out here. I guess I should open up with where I'm at before I get into the emails. Uh, it is currently 10.57 a.m. on Wednesday the 3rd? Is it? No, 2nd. Yeah, it's April 2nd now. No, May 2nd. There we go. Yeah, it's May the 2nd. Okay. And I am in... I'm passing a place called Five Mile Creek. I, I, I think I'm heading towards, like, Princeton, Virginia. Uh, I'm still in West Virginia at the moment, so we haven't crossed the border yet, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you guys are going to get to hear me freak out about crossing the border to a state that I was actually born in. And I don't have any attachment to it all. <laughs> I could actually care a lot less about the state, or... I actually could care less. I guess the state is kind of nice, Virginia, but 
I don't know. I'm not really attached to it. Yeah, Parisburg. There we go. Paris. Par Parisburg? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's uh, 76 degrees Fahrenheit outside, and it's only going to get warmer, and I'm going to be out in a substation wearing a fire-resistant shirt, and for those of you who have never worn a fire-resistant shirt, it's very thick, and it's long-sleeved, and it's going to get really hot, <laughs> and I'm not going to like it, and then I have to do three lines outside of the station, and then I have to go to another substation tomorrow and do three more lines. And I know I said that I was going to be able to do these lines by myself. And the, the longer it takes me to get there, the more and more worried I get about how long it's going to actually take me to run these lines. We'll see. Hopefully I'll have light till about 9 o'clock tonight. So it's going to be maybe a 14-hour day for me working. But I'm going to, I'm going to get the lines done. I, I want to go home because Friday, my, my, me and my wife's cat, uh, he needs to go to the vet for some booster shots. Because he was he was not doing too good recently, and now he's doing a lot better. Uh, and they gave him some shots just so that he would be up to date on them. And yeah. Anyways, I am going to open up my phone here, and I'm going to start reading off your uh, your emails to me. There's like nobody on this highway at all, which is kind of funny. Like, or it's kind of nice. It's just like me, and I'm passing some Nissan Rogue right now. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hope y'all have a fun time. Yes, you're, you're... Oh, oh, oh! I didn't open up right! Oh! I meant to say welcome, passengers, to... Aust <laughs> welcome to Australia's number one car-based podcast from West Virginia. Uh, you know, no, actually, West by God, Virginia. The by God's very important. A lot of people forget the by God. Uh, we are West by the grace of God <laughs> for a reason because we don't like slavery, even though there's a bunch of idiots in West Virginia that would argue otherwise. Those people are idiots, and don't you ever listen to them. They ain't true West Virginians right there. They're a bunch of, a bunch of jerks and a bunch of idiots. But that's not what I'm here to talk to you about either. No, no, no. I'm here to read some emails, so let me... Oh, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start reading these emails. Uh, Johnny, 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 Johnny. I bet you didn't know it, but I'm going to read every word you, you wrote. <laughs> uh, yeah, alright So Johnny says So I don't know what email is attached to my iPad So please don't dox me <laughs> Too late, I already have Haha, <laughs> I destroyed the files All of them uh, No, don't worry, I, I don't think I even looked at it. I think it, I don't know, It's it, don't worry <laughs> It's not like I'm going to say it out loud uh, I just realized SoundCloud is downloadable so I finally can listen to the car podcast thing. <laughs> so far, six solid minutes. What are some highlights I should be looking forward to? Uh, well, anyways, look out for that Subaru and with Wisconsin plates over there. Oh, oh shit! Ah! Uh, oh, ha, ha, ha. oh, there's not one there. Uh, that is statistic. Those are the statistically worst drivers, according to an unofficial survey conducted by me, Johnny Five J Five. Uh, sent for my iPad. Well, Johnny, I'm going to put... Oh, passengers, before I get on to the question, let me just put you down here. I have a, I have, I have a handkerchief uh, in my cup holder, and now my phone is resting in the handkerchief. And, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Passengers, speed limit just changed to 50 miles per hour, and we are officially inside of the state of Virginia. The, the Virginia is for lovers, is what the sign said. Yeah, we're done with that other state. 
Goodbye West Virginia podcast. Here comes a Virginia podcast. And since Virginia is for lovers, this podcast is going to become very sensual. Oh, I'm rubbing my stomach, uh, passengers. And I'm looking longingly into your eyes. We're going to have a very romantic trip this time. We've gotten away from the kids. And finally, we're going to have a a weekend to ourselves. (laughs) I can't. Oh, this is bad. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, we're in Virginia, officially. Yeah, that's pretty cool. If you want to look at a map right now, I'm on, uh, I guess, what, this is Highway 460 or something like that. Uh, I just crossed the border, and I'm entering Virginia's Technology Corridor. Okay, speed limit enforced by aircraft, because the state hates anything that goes by any means at any speed. That's fun. I am now going to be going 50 miles per hour. Oh, we're going up to 60. Okay, that's a more decent. 60 miles per hour, 97 kilometers per hour. I'm just going to set my cruise control at 60 and pulling over to the right lane. There we go. Yes, okay. Some highlights to look forward to in the upcoming, in your upcoming episodes. Well, this is episode 15, so you've got a couple hours to catch up and a couple episodes to catch up and not to mention I'd say look out for episode one of Thoughts from the Thoughts that's the first thing that stuck out to me as oh this might actually be something funny in the podcast (laughs) Um, because spoiler alert I just scream one thing really loudly at you because I knew that I would remember almost immediately after recording I think it was like, what was that, episode 3 or 5 or something? And I couldn't remember a name, and I'm not going to say it now, but spoilers, I say the name in Thoughts from the Thoughts. Uh, Also look out for episodes 14 and 14 and a half, in which I answer uh, uh, an email from Cambo the Baker, who I actually believe is a real baker, and it's not just a Twitter name, because he sent me a photo of... Was that your manager that was in a, in that costume? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Cam, Cameroon, Cambo, Camboy, and Cambo's coworkers who may or may not be listening to this. <laughs> Shout out to you guys, huh? According to him, you all eat rocks out there, and um, that's is that what your bread is made of? Is your bread made of rocks? That's pretty hardcore, like. That must be, like, the most metal thing. Well, I guess not metal, technically. It'd be the most granite thing. <laughs> I'm making rock puns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was pretty good. I think that, that was it. I think that was a decent... 14.5, I think, was a decent episode because uh, I, I created my manifesto of the rest of the podcast in which I'm going to try to find Charleston Chew. And uh, also, uh, Cambo... Or Cam, I'm going to call you just... Is Cameron good? Get back to me on this. Do you want Cambo? Do you want Cameron? Do you want Cam? Do you want uh, Do you want Cam Cam Carew? Uh, do you want Cambodia? What, what should I call you by? Is, or is it all good? Because I'm probably just gonna I'll be 100 percent honest with you. I'm just gonna pick random words and say them um, all the time. I, I was at a I was at a gas station last night and they did have Charleston Chew, but they only had strawberry and chocolate. And I said I was gonna get vanilla, and I mean it. I'm 100 percent serious about that. I'm gonna get vanilla. No dice. That's what I'm doing. Oh, uh, Johnny Five, when you listen to this, I'd also recommend, I think it's episodes 11 
which is part called part two, and then episode nine, I think. Right? No, 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 no. It's episode eleven, and then episode thirteen. Uh, be on the lookout for episode images. What was one of them called? Oh, jeez, one of them was the Ireland Crossing was the episode. Is that episode 13? Do I just not know my episodes? I think it was 11 and 13, maybe, because 11 had the really good image that was taken by Tyler Thornton that Daniel K. says was a grade A episode image, and that made me really proud and made me want to make a bunch of episode images that looked like it. (laughs) That's why a whole bunch of them look the same after a while, and I'm going to try to change that up. But maybe that'll just be a series. When it's green and black, that's when I'm answering questions in the episode. Yeah, no, that seems... Yeah, that's doable. Yeah, that, I can keep that trend up. Um, so, yeah, those are those are episodes I look out for. Because the rest of it's... I mean, I, I'll tell you, it's not great. I think Thoughts from the... Uh, oh, what was the episode with my wife, Jessie, on it? Um, that episode opened up with me, uh, with, uh, me recording. Uh, we, we were stopped to get food. And... Uh, uh, there was a guy playing his guitar outside of a restaurant, and I had my windows down. The only downside is I also had my emergency flashers on because I was pulled off on the side of the road. So you hear him playing his really good music, and also in the background just click, 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 and it's really annoying, and I'm really sorry. The audio is so bad. I'm sorry, everybody. I'll try not to do that ever again, but I can't make promises because I'll probably just end up doing it again, you know? <laughs> Uh, oh, wow, I'm driving next to this river on my right side, and uh, there's uh, sort of these falls. It looks like there used to be an old bridge, or maybe it was a, uh, uh, not a not a dam, what are those, uh, not a levee, uh, oh, jeez, not a weir, oh, oh, maybe it is a weir, maybe that was a weir back there, uh, I don't know, oh, jeez, a big old bumblebee just flew into my car, or else it was a locust, I don't know, it was huge. It was massive, and it was went, went ping, and it flew off my dash or my windshield. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny, J Man, J Five, <laughs> high five to the J Man. Uh, you, yeah. Th- those are the episodes I would look out for. That's there. Boom. One question done. Nailed it. <laughs> my. Oh, geez. I have to slow down. Oh, oh, crap. I was picking my phone up so I could read the next question. And, which you shouldn't do. Don't don't use your phone while you drive, passengers. That's a very bad thing. I'm definitely not actually picking up my phone. I have a, a, a sheet of paper here. Yes, that's believable. I have a sheet of paper that has all of the things written on it. And just ignore the fact that you're hearing some clicking right now because it's 100% paper and not digital. I'm hitting my brakes because I was watching the road and the light started to change because I'm a good, good driver. And now that I'm stopped, I'm going to read. Tyler, I'm not reading your email yet. Uh-uh, I refuse. You said some things to me that made me not want to read it. Because you told me that this one has ended friendships, apparently. So I'm going to save that question for last. If, if I'm making, like, a huge build-up for that question, because, like, it turns out that it's nothing, then I'm going to be like... I'm going to... Hats off to you, because that's funny. But, all right, all right, light screen. Here we go. I'm passing Fleshman Street. Or Fleshman Street. I'm, I didn't read it very well. I just read it really quick. I would hope that the men do, in fact, have flesh. That is that is something I would hope for. Uh, 
I'm passing a Sunoco station. That's a gas station. There's an auto store. Uh, I'm trying to look for like some kind of landmark that sticks out to like where I actually am. I know I'm going to be passing Parisburg here in about 30, eh, probably less than that minutes. Oh, I'm passing the Burger King. I passed this place one time and there was this very nice woman working in the drive-thru and I got like an Oreo shake that I, I always get when I go to Burger King. And like she told me I was one of the only people to have ever ordered it so she made it extra special and with extra Oreos and extra whipped cream. And I told her not to play with my heartstrings like that because I am a married man. <laughs> and she was very kind about it. But <laughs> if you give me Oreos, I will love you. Just a heads up, passengers. I do love my Oreos. That is no joke. My friends do make fun of me constantly because I really, really have like... I, I'm slightly addicted to Oreos. Oreos and mac and cheese and Doritos. Those are the things I really eat a lot of. I, I'm not kidding you. I, It's a problem. And I've been cutting back on it, but... It's a problem I'm not looking to get rid of. And I'm sure I've said that before, too. Oh, I need to get back on this. All right, all right. Okay, is it still recording? Yes, it's still recording. Good. You haven't. I haven't lost you yet. Cambo. Cameron. Cam, 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 cam. Cam, cam. Bakersville. Cambo the Bakersville. The Hound of Bakersville. Hound of Basker. The Baskerville Hound from Sherlock Holmes. That's a good show. Go watch Sherlock. Okay. I just watched the video clip from the song Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the Elephant as featured in the AAA game Borderlands. Hey Cambo, if you listen to the first song of this episode, you would uh, maybe recognize something if you played uh, Borderlands 2. Yeah, uh, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked is a great song by the way, and Cage the Elephant is a great band. They actually like live... Uh, maybe like an hour, 45 minutes away from where I live. Uh, eh, maybe a little bit longer, maybe two hours. It's been a while since I've been out that way. And they like, um, Cage the Elephant plays at like a bar in Ohio all the time. Or it's a, like, a, like they, you know, they've got a, uh, uh, what are they, a music venue. There we go. There's, it's, I forget where, it's like Greenville or something, Ohio. I, 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 I honestly have not gone to see them live. I'll be completely honest. I like them a lot, but I haven't made the trip out that way because I never have time and I never know when they're playing because uh, that's, just, yeah. Anyways, yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, okay, this guy is wandering the, is wandering the vast wilderness of North America. This guy, what? This guy is wandering the vast wilderness of North America since I was 15 25 years ago oh wow man that's huh what do you know <laughs> maybe that's a joke age Cambo are you Cambo are you 40 I, I mean like I feel 40 all the time I feel like a very old man Cambo are you are you 40 Cambo you're not 40 are you I have like this whole headcanon where you're not 40. <laughs> Either way, man, whatever age you are, it's a cool age, that's for sure. All right, since you were 15, you thought it would be great to disappear. Hey, I'm gonna slow down here. You know what, passengers? I can't, I'm not gonna read this one and drive because like the road just got really twisty. What I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna pull over and I'm gonna read it and then I'm gonna keep driving. 
That cool with you guys? Yeah, that's cool with me. Okay, cool. Here's what I'm gonna do. We're just gonna pull over here. Oh, it says there's a boat landing in 0.2 miles. It's at the next left. That's pretty cool. All right, I've pulled over. There are garbage bags along this highway. And your email says, all right, since I was 15, 25 years ago, I thought it would be great to disappear from everyone I know and just wander the earth. Specifically, I wanted to walk the, the Nullabore from Brisbane to Perth. I'm guessing that's some kind of really cool hiking trail. In reality, that's hard to do when you live on the east coast of Australia. It is seriously why people move to Perth or Darwin to get away from the cops. Darwin is full of bikers. My question is, how easy would it be to disappear in your hometown? Asking for a friend. Signed, Cambo Baker Do McCamberson Cambotini. <laughs> I like that, Cambotini, that's good. Okay, first of all, the Nullabore. I, I wanna, because, here, let me put my phone down here. Put it in my new soundproof pocket that I made. Um, yeah. Did, okay, so the Nullabore. I'm guessing that's like a huge hiking trail or something cool like that. Um, did you know that where I live, well, where I'm actually at right now, uh, I, I had to stay down here for like the first job I did a year ago. And it's kind of funny that I'm coming back here now because it's been exactly a year since I've been here. Um, in this part of Virginia and throughout parts of West Virginia, there's a thing called the Appalachian Trail, or it's the Hatfield-McCoy Trails. It's part of the ha Appalachian Trail. Um, and uh, it's uh, a huge, it's like 200 miles of trails just throughout the mountains of Appalachia out here. Um, a lot of people, okay, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and say something. A lot of people will say Appalachia. Those people are idiots. And they are not true Appalachians, okay? <laughs> they don't know it right. <laughs> if you ever hear the words Appalachia, you just go ahead and smack them, all right? They don't know what they're doing. They're trying to act like they're from here, and they're not. Anyways, speeding up here. Yeah, so the Appalachian trails are, I think I read it was like 225 miles of trails that spread all across these the Appalachian Mountains here in this, this portion of the U.S., um, and the Hatfield-McCoy trails, I think, are a part of it. I don't remember how long the Hatfield-McCoy trails are. They're, they're huge. Uh, anyways, it, it also it also goes throughout the entire. Uh, it goes through these mountains, these highly wooded mountains, and these these trails. People take their mountain bikes and they'll go just ride for days on them. I mean, like, I assume it would take like a very long time to hike the entire trail, right? Uh, I stayed at a hotel here when I was a year ago, and they had. Um, they had a, oh, what was it? It was some, I mean, it, it was like a hotel that was built in the town when the town was in its heyday, right? Like it had a pool and their big thing about this place is we have a pool. And when I was there, the pool was open, but I would not go swim in that pool if I were you. Uh, and there were a whole bunch of kids out there. Uh, I say kids, they were probably the same age as me, honestly, or else they might have been older and like in their 30s or something. But uh, they were all like uh, hikers and they all had their hiking gear and they were all getting drunk and hanging out and making a lot of noise and it was really hard to sleep because they were getting ice at the ice machine right across the hall from my room all night long. I don't know what those kids needed all that ice for. I really don't. I was actually kind of getting concerned because like it was like 3 in the morning and 50 different people got ice. I guess it must have been for their beer or something. I don't know. I don't drink beer, so I, I wouldn't know. Anyways, yeah. They, so they're near where I stayed, 
which I, uh, I'm going to pass it. I'll read the name off to you. I think it was near Parisburg or Parisburg or whatever that is. Um, it was, it was a, oh, it was an all right hotel. I sent my wife a postcard from there. It was really nice. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was like, I think it was just a few miles away from one of the trailheads. Oh, wait, I could just read right here. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, Ripplemead. Is that it? Was that where I stayed? Ripplemead? Ripplemead in Parisburg. This is the exit for it right here. Uh, there's no exit number. Sorry. Good luck. Um, yeah, there was, the trails were down there, and that's where I stayed, and I thought it was kind of neat. Maybe I went to Parisburg. Maybe I wasn't here at all. Maybe I already passed the exit I took. I have no idea where I am, honestly. I'm very bad about all of this. And I have no idea if my map is even still working. I'm going to, passengers, I'm going to open up my map real quick and just make sure I'm on my route. Oh, it's still working. Good. Uh, 30 miles. Okay, so this is going to be a little long. Um, oh, jeez. I'm going down a hill and I have my cruise control on, so now my revs went up to like 4,000 revs. Uh, Cambo, you asked me if... Uh, it'd be easy to disappear where I live. Uh, kind of. Uh, in the part of West Virginia that I live in, um, I, I specifically live in Huntington. And it's a big-ish city. It's not, it's not like the biggest city in, in West Virginia. I'd say it's in like maybe the top five cities for size, maybe. Uh, you know, we've got... Charleston, I believe, is the biggest. Then there's, like, Morgantown, Beckley. I think Huntington fits up there. Uh, yeah, we, we've got a handful of uh, big cities, kind of like mine. Um, it, it would be easy for me to get... Uh, to disappear, though. Like, I'm going to take it that when you say disappear, you do mean that, like kind of just go walk into the woods and just kind of become a mountain man. <laughs> uh, I, I could. Um, where I'm at, it's kind of densely populated all across the mountains. So, and in the valleys. So, you would come across a lot of people. Although, if you have a car, I mean, you could kind of just drive out to the middle of nowhere uh, and just go, you know, ditch your car at an old abandoned coal mine or something and just go start walking in the woods if you wanted to. I mean, honestly, yeah, it, it wouldn't be that hard to do. Uh, there's a lot of people around here that'll hire you and uh, might pay you in cash if you wanted and you can get away. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of yeah, a lot of people out here own guns, and you don't want to go trespassing on their property. But also, if you live here, then more than likely you have a gun, and uh, you can go hunting and find yourself food. Okay, I guess I'm thinking that, like, if you're going the survival aspect of could I survive in the woods or whatever. Uh, or if, I guess since you mentioned outlaws, like, if I broke the law, could I get away? Uh, could I run away? Uh, I don't think that I could actually like run away and get away like that's a uh, that's doubtful oh there's a really cool tractor over here on the left side of the road that's beautiful um, I like old tractors sorry my my family was farmers and bootleggers so I, I we like NASCAR and we like tractors <laughs> yeah 
There's there's some good old ancestry right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, yeah, I don't think I, <laughs> even saying that my family was bootleggers, I don't know that I could necessarily like get away from the cops really well. Uh, I you know you could probably hide up out in the woods, but uh, they'd probably do a manhunt through the woods, honestly. I don't know. There's there's some caves around. You could probably go hide in one of those. And, I mean, our state bear is the black bear. The number one bear that you see in this state is black bears, and they're not. They're, they're I wouldn't say a harmless creature, but they're not. Your life's not going to be like at threat just because you're near one, right? Like usually they just want to go away and like you know go somewhere else and do their own thing. They don't want to be hanging around you, so. I mean, so, you know, just make sure that there's not, it's not like a, a bear den and you're good. Uh, yeah, I think that it'd be somewhat easy to, if you just wanted to, like, disappear one day, yeah, you could. I mean, you can go walk through the woods. There's a huge river. Uh, like, like I, I think I've said it before, but um, uh, Huntington is, like, the largest inland port uh, of the contiguous United States. Like, we have the Ohio River that runs through on the north side of town. And we have something like... Uh, it's like 20 miles of dock or something like that. I don't remember for sure. It's for, it's because we have a lot of coal that goes through. Honestly. Um, yeah. Running from the law, though, I don't think... you, 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 you There's a couple of biker gangs around uh, Huntington that have, like, their own... Uh, buildings that they go hang out at and they kind of do their own thing. You could, I mean, if you went out to one of the, there's smaller towns around West Virginia that you could honestly go out to and hang out at. I did see one that had a restaurant that was literally just run by a biker gang, which is, you know, around here we don't have like, like the really bad biker gangs that are going to like shoot you and kill you or whatever. Our biker gangs are actually like really cool people. Um, one of them uh, does, like they regularly do a boot drive and to help buy, uh, I think it's, it's to help feed kids at school who don't have, like, their families don't have enough money to buy, like, school lunches or, or to pack them a lunch. It, it, like, they literally, like, raise money to, like, feed children. And, you know, that's really cool. And every time I see them, I will always donate to them. There is one that is very involved in, we have uh, crisis centers for, um, women who have been through domestic violence or uh, who have gone through traumatic events and I, I'm going to stick with that uh, and they they always raise money for them and they also I do know provide protection for them uh, they help women move out of uh, domestic violent homes um, yeah so if, if you're in the area and you need like you're scared to move away from your abusive husband uh yeah, a, but like a group of like 20 bikers will just show up with baseball bats and they will help you move. <laughs> and your husband tries anything, they will uh, beat him up. <laughs> Which I'm 100% behind. If you have, if you like lay your hand on uh, your domestic partner, you're not cool. Like I get like the people that do it, like the, the sexy time, you know, whatever stuff <laughs> like that's a whole other thing if you straight up like soccer your husband or wife or domestic partner in the face and give them a black eye i'm cool with you getting beat uh with baseball bats by a biker gang who's helping her get away or you know him get away whatever you know domestic violence happens on both sides 
but yeah, no, they're really cool about that, and they help get women out of bad places and into better places, you know, so, um, yeah, I'm cool with that, so, <laughs> our, our biker games are, like, neat, they're tough dudes, but they're, they're neat, you know, they, they do more good than bad, I just, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'll, that's what I'll say on that email, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you could potentially disappear depending on, you know, how bad people are looking for you, and, uh, yeah, it's not bad, so it's, it's honestly not a bad place, we, we get a lot of people that will hike and kind of, I not do, I, I wouldn't call it a pilgrimage or whatever, or they wouldn't, like, specifically move here to hike the trails, uh, but you'll get a lot of kids who are, uh, I don't know, on sabbatical or, uh, in between semesters at their college or whatever, and they want to go be hipsters that go sit out in the woods. And get one with nature, man. Uh, yeah. That's what they'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that, I hope that somehow answered your question. I'm not sure. Uh, although I will say this, Cam, uh, Cam, Cam, Cambini, Cam, uh, uh, what, what was it, uh, Baker's Burrito <laughs> Camera Time, uh, if, if you actually are a baker, which I, I'm, I'm assuming you are because you literally sent me a photo from inside of a bakery, so I can only assume that you didn't just find that on Google and send it to me, <laughs> uh, we have, uh, in our, in our town, there is a local place called, um, uh, Heiner's Bread. Uh, and they've been making bread for like several hundred years or whatever. And every time you drive through that part of town, it, if it's on a good day, it smells like fresh bread. And since you are a baker, uh, I think that you know exactly what smell I'm talking about and how amazing it smells and how it permeates everything. And so it's always kind of fun to go drive down like near the old, basically there's like an antiques district in Huntington. It's called uh, Central City. And it's kind of towards the edge of, like, Westmoreland. It's out towards the west end of Huntington. Um, there's a handful of antique shops, and uh, and there's the bakery. And so, like, you might just be out there one day looking for, like, you know, old stuff and old finds or whatever. And it just smells like bread outside, and it smells delicious. Uh, and more recently, I think that the Heiner's has been purchased by a place called Bimbo Bakeries, which is just funny to me. Uh and I think that everyone might have to take a chuckle at that. <laughs> oh, geez, guys. Sorry, I saw you trying to get in the left lane here, but I'm already here. I'm trying to get myself back into my... Down to the speed limit. The cops down here are just ruthless. Well, not ruthless, but very strict on speed. In West Virginia, they don't, they don't care as much. Sometimes they'll crack down towards the end of the month, but, like, if they're going five miles per hour over, they, they, they don't really care. It's just like, yeah, I mean, you're driving safe. That's the big part. But the second you go cross over into, like, Chesapeake, Ohio, and all the way, like, towards Ashland, Kentucky, not specifically in Kentucky, but on the Ohio side, like, cops will pull you over for going one mile per hour over. They just do not care. They're just like, uh-uh, no speeding in my place. And especially if you're from West Virginia, they'll, they're likely to just pull you over for no reason at all and just claim that you were speeding, and you weren't, you know? But whatever. It hasn't happened to me, so I can't complain too much, I guess, because I go the speed limit when I'm there. But the Ohio drivers are driving recklessly, wildly, and speeding, and the cops never seem to care. But, oh boy, if you're from out of state and you do one mile per hour over, uh, <laughs> they don't like it one bit. Yep. Fun times. Love it when that happens. 
<laughs> I think you can tell that I, I'm not a huge fan of the state of Ohio all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on to... Oh, jeez. Wait. How long... Have I... Oh, I've been recording for like 30 minutes, I think. I'm going to... Passengers, I'm going to open up my phone here, and we're going to see what time we are at here. We're at 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, this episode's running a little long. I'm going to... I'm going to... All right, Tyler. It is time. Here we go. I'm going to pull over here off the side of the road, and I'm just going to... Yeah, we're good. I pulled into some gravel and grass here. Uh, and Tyler, I'm going to... That sounded a lot worse than what it was. I, I, I just kind of drove off the road. All right, Tyler, your... Your email title is Atom Blade. Should I already be worried? All right, long time, first time. <laughs> I love it already. Uh, email, uh, I'm gonna guess that you probably typed this on your um, phone because your phone probably did the same thing. It says image you will have. So I'm gonna say, imagine you have a saw blade as wide as a human, but only an atom thin. Although although thin, the blade is a rigid structure, engineering woo, and can deflect. The blade slices through your abdomen in a way that should cut you in half. The blade moves quickly but significantly slower than light. What happens? Do you keep going as if nothing happened because it's just an atom and your body can heal that instantly? Plus blood is too large to escape. Or so you get chopped in half and die, or something else. Keep on mowing, Tyler. Ah, oh, jeez, Tyler. This is the friendship ender? Oh, man. I'm going to close Gmail. Here we go. 42 minutes into the podcast, and here comes the, the can you kill a person question. Oh, good. <laughs> well, all right. I'm going to have to talk this one out. All right. Here I am. I'm getting back up to speed here gunning it. Oh, we're not gunning it. My car is full of equipment for me to run these tests. Uh, and, yeah, I'm not gonna go by any means fast. <laughs> Alright. So it's only an atom thin. If I'm considering it to be a rigid structure, uh, which, for you non-engineering passengers, rigid means that it is a solid body that will hold together. Uh, and by deflect, he means that it could it could wobble, it could move, it's not going to break as soon as it comes into contact with something. Um, yeah, so... Oh, jeez. Well, so the problem is, it's an atom thin, and it's rigid. If it was just atoms... Oh, I could say that the atoms would pass one another, correct. Uh, and that the atoms would reform. However... Uh, what I would consider to be the issue is when you're putting a saw blade that is an atom thin in between those atoms, calling it a rigid structure means that you are entering the body with a rigid structure, right? And, uh, so, hang on, sorry, there's traffic here and my brain is focusing on the traffic before it's focusing on the problem. Okay. Um, yeah, so... I'm imagining a circular saw blade. And maybe you're thinking of like a magician saw blade where you take 
Okay, okay, let me try this two different ways. If it's a circular saw blade and the body is being separated by the saw, at the very end of the cut, the saw is completely covering the two sections, the segments of the human body, right? So in that case, I would argue that the human body is in fact separated. Whereas when it comes to the atomic level with a like a hand saw blade or a thin saw blade, uh, oh jeez man, I don't know. This is really, this is a, I, why would you do this to me? <laughs> uh, I mean, you're still cutting it. The question is, with the atoms, if it's an atom thin, oh god damn it man, god dang it. Uh, if it's an atom thin, and you're separating the connections of the atoms, would the connections of the... Well, would the human body break the saw blade? I mean, the human body's technically a rigid structure as well. And you're telling me that the saw can deflect. So what's keeping... I mean, I guess it, the, the centrifugal force is keeping the saw sturdy. While it's If it's a circular saw and it's in motion then it would, the outward momentum would want to keep the saw intact so the saw would be stronger than the human body is what I would argue. But if it's just like a bendy, flexible, woo-woo-woo-woo-woo saw, <laughs> hope you like that description, um, I would argue that the saw might actually bend and break. Because, well, wouldn't they both kind of, the atoms would just kind of mess with one another and you might not even cut? Uh, Tyler. Oh, I don't like this question. Uh, I would argue that depending on what kind of saw you had, you could maybe walk away. Because, I mean, well, yeah, our body might be comprised of atoms, but, like, because, uh, like, the closest example is, like, hey, you just kind of fell through some piano wire. Does the piano wire actually cut through everything? And how strong is the connection for the atoms on the saw? Because, like, if it's not a strong connection, connection because it literally is atom thin, then the connection would break upon contact with anything, whereas the human skin is thicker than one layer of atom, right? And I... What's keeping the saw from breaking? <laughs> you know? Because steel gains its structure from the three-dimensional aspect of it. And being atomically thin is arguably two-dimensional. So, like, yes, it would exist in a three-dimensional spectrum, but, I, you know, you've derived it to such a thin point that it doesn't matter. Like, it's basically thin. You could look at it from one axis and not see it. And that is the width, I would argue, because you'd have the length of the saw the thickness of like how deep the saw is or the length from the, the blades to the back and then you'd have width of the saw or the yeah yeah the thickness uh, or whatever uh, yeah you know what I mean length height width sure the depth of how the saw is and that's one atom yeah I would argue that the saw would fall apart just by wind blowing on it and taking that saw to a human body would just destroy the saw Ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that that, that is what the answer I'm going to stick with. Okay, passengers, it's been uh, roughly, I would assume, an hour. I'm going to open up my phone here. And I'm going to look at... It's been 48 minutes. Okay. You know, I think this was a good episode. Uh, Johnny5, as for your original question, just listen to this episode. This is a pretty good episode. <laughs> right? Uh, Cambo, yeah, yeah, you can disappear, I suppose. Uh, possibly. It might take a little bit of work. Uh, just instead go for a hike and have some fun. Get away from... It's good to be out and about and away from, you know technology sometimes or people sometimes sometimes people can be really annoying i'm passing blacksburg right now everybody so this is a good time to, to cut it because i gotta turn off here soon uh everybody and tyler yeah saw would break i don't think it would exist but that's an interesting thought isn't it i mean because if it's an atom thin okay i'm gonna get back into it. if it's an atom thin you could push your finger into the side of the saw and the atoms would deflect because the only thing holding it together is the strength of the atoms at that point. And as we know with, like, paper, which is even thicker than atomically thin, it's kind of easy to break that. So, yeah, I don't like your question at all. It's dumb. Please send me more. <laughs> yeah. And Arjuna, if you're listening, send me more video game questions. I feel like the video game episodes were actually, like, decent, like, episodes as well. And everybody send me questions. Email me. I, I will consume the emails, and I will probably record tomorrow when I'm driving home. Yeah. I'm going to upload this one tonight whenever I get to the hotel, and we'll see how it goes from there. So, passengers, I hope that you've learned something this episode, because I know I haven't. Uh, and, and I hope you guys have fun. I hope you all drive safe. And everybody, watch for deer. <laughs>